Hi, Amanda. How are you doing? Just chilling. Stop it. You're not going to get me to say it. I, I, you know, the last time when we were talking to, to Michael there, I thought for sure you were going to get him to, like, acknowledge it even. And I, I think the harder you try, the, the less likely it's going to happen. I'm just putting that out there. Just letting you know. So, okay. All right. So today we are going to follow up uh, on our talk with Michael. We got to do financial aid part two here because I think it's important. We talked, you know, that episode, I think there was so much information to unpack there, but it's so it's also stuff that was really helpful for students. We got a lot of great responses. A lot of people had emailed and sent messages saying thank you. And then they had more questions, right? <laughs> so, I, and I think that's what, you know, when we talk financial aid, again, I think the thing that I always want to stress for students is don't be afraid to ask those questions. So one of the questions we got the most of dealt with scholarships. So I got to ask, when you came to SVSU, did you receive any scholarship money? You don't have to tell um, me. It's okay. I think so. I remember I got like some sort of like grant. I think it was like an academic grant or something. I don't know if that's the same thing as a scholarship though. But All right. So this, this is why we're having, so. this is exactly why we're having this episode here because people get confused all the time about what they are, what's going on, all of that stuff. So I think it's really important. Now, before we begin, before we start talking scholarships, I just want to remind everybody, uh, you can always, always go to svsu.edu forward slash cost quiz. And when you go to that, that's our net price calculator for incoming freshmen. What's great about it is you can put in your statistics, put in everything you know. Uh, it allows you to estimate if you're trying to find, you know, last week Michael talked about the uh, EFC a lot. Do you remember expected family contribution? Yeah. See, yeah, exactly. That look like it's on your face. That's why I bring it up. <laughs> no, he talked about the EFC. He, he, he talked about the EFC and like how, how it affects your financial aid. Um, that cost calculator, that svsu.edu forward slash cost quiz, that will help. We can even estimate that in there. And so the students get a real sense of what it's going to cost them to go to SVSU. So today we got to talk, I want to talk all things scholarships because that was the number one question I got, especially from prospective students. Uh, a lot of admitted freshmen kind of know their scholarships, but even then they had some questions about scholarships. And I would say out of everything, that was the, the most question and answer I had coming out of our office after the last one. So let's talk about some of those scholarships and what they're doing. And I know that uh, you and I talked, you have some questions for me. So, yeah, I'm so what types of scholarships can freshmen get? Because I've heard there are like, you can get scholarships for having like red hair. You can have scholarships for being left-handed. Is that like true? Or like, what does SPSU offer? <laughs> Maybe your parents are sugar beet farmers in certain Thumb counties. And there's a special SVSU private scholarship out there for the families of sugar beet farmers, right? There's all sorts <laughs> of scholarships. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we always joke about the, you know, the red hair, left-handed, you know, count on my toes, uh, whatever, whatever type of scholarship it is. So when we talk about incoming freshman scholarships, there's really three different areas. There is uh, the first one that everybody thinks about are the academic scholarships, 
those are scholarships that students can get based right now on their high school GPA and their test score performance. Okay. So we look at GPA, we look at uh, their SAT or SAT test scores, and based on those levels, we can award academic scholarship money. That's the first. That's actually also, you know, I always tell students, especially younger students, I talk to a lot of middle school classes, believe it or not, and I always, you know, in middle school, everybody thinks, oh, I'm going to go and play a sport, and I'm, you know, I'm going to college for it. Your academic scholarship money most often is going to be the largest scholarship amount that you can get. So that's where we put the most amount of focus. But again, that's based totally on your SAT, ACT, um, and your high school GPA. The second type are those athletic scholarships. So I know that you're very athletic, but I'm guessing you didn't play a college sport. No, but I was the cheer captain in high school, so. See? See? Can't do any of so, those flips, but I can definitely throw some people in the air. <laughs> how can I, I? I totally would have guessed that. I totally would say you're not the person up flipping, but I could see Carol Baskin throwing some people around. I mean, you throwing some people around all the time. Oh, so. yeah. Yep. Love, love throwing it. those little people in the air. <laughs> uh, I don't get thrown anywhere, so. <laughs> <laughs> So, so athletic scholarships, those are, you know, based on NCAA eligibility and athletic scholarship money is totally determined by the coaches. So admissions offices, um, you know, other people on campus, we have no say, idea, uh, quite frankly, we don't even know about your athletic scholarship until it's reported to our office by the athletic coaches. So those athletic scholarships, they're out there, okay? We're division two, very, very good athletic programs across the board, uh, very competitive. We have a lot of athletic scholarship students who come to SVSU from all over the United States, some even international, right? Uh, and those students are awarded that athletic scholarship money based on the coach's recommendation. So the coaches determine that amount. Now, what's nice about these scholarships, you can start stacking them on there. So if I'm a varsity coach, let's be realistic, right? If I'm out there and I'm coaching football, I know Coach Brady's my neighbor down here. If I'm Coach Brady and I'm talking to a football recruit, who do you think looks, if I've got two guys that are similar skill levels, but one is a, you know, a 4.0 GPA and a high SAT score, the other one, you know, maybe not so good at grades, right? Who's the athlete I'm going to try to recruit more of? Probably the 4.0 one. And, 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 and it makes sense, too, because I could make I, I can give more money to that student because they're going to get academic scholarship money and then they could put athletic scholarship money on the top. Right. So they, yeah. they start stacking. And that's what's really important about scholarships is how do we go through and start stacking those on top of each other? Um, is there the like last... a limit to the amount of, sco I'm sorry to cut you off, but is no. there like a limit to scholarships you can have? Like, can you have like a thousand scholarships if you wanted? You can. Now, SVSU will will max out the SVSU scholarships. We can't give you more than the full tuition and fees and housing and those things, right? Okay. When you start stacking these scholarships. But if you're searching for scholarships elsewhere, right? There's no limit to the amount of scholarship money you can get, right? Okay. So 
the more you apply, the more likely it is you can get more and more scholarship money. This last, this last type of scholarship is really important because it's the one that gets overlooked the most. And we call that, we in our office, we call that private scholarship money. So this is scholarship money that students can get. Uh, they Once they're admitted to SVSU, uh, usually in December of their senior year, they can start applying. They can fill out our private scholarship application online. Um, once they fill that scholarship application out, Private, this is the where, why we call private scholarships, private donors, committees. Um, some come through the admissions office, but other people then look at those applications and select students for those scholarships. So you may be a student out there and you might have a good academic scholarship. Um, maybe you're like me and you're not very athletic, right? So you're not getting any money. It happens, okay. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then finally, though, you, if you apply these private scholarships, that's more money that could be awarded. Um, and those actually start to get awarded in late January, and they're awarded all the way up till school starts. So these private scholarships, we never, we never bank on them, right? We never say, okay, yeah, I'm going to get a private scholarship. But, mm -hmm. uh, but we, I, I think it's the biggest missed opportunity. For a lot of my students because they kind of get done and they fill out their their applications for for uh, admission and then they're like well i don't i don't really need to fill out another application right um it's easy it's one application for all the private scholarships and and it's really important because there's a lot of good money that can be given there's some scholarships in there uh i i uh, for a long time uh, recruited students out of saginaw county just being a local guy myself and there were there were two scholarships for Saginaw County students that I sat on every year, and I was amazed because I knew I was working with students who would be great candidates for the scholarship, and then I would get a list of all the people who applied for that scholarship, and I got a chance to go through and like grade their application, right, the essay and some of those things, look at all those things, put a score to it, and I was like, oh. We'll, we'll say it was you. Okay, Amanda, it wasn't you. I didn't remember you. But we'll say it was, I'd be looking at it and be like, where's Amanda's application? She's a great candidate. I know I told her about this. And I would follow up and it'd be sure enough, you know, the student just like, oh, well, I didn't think to do it. Or I thought I did that. That's usually the answer students give me when I say, like, hey, you forgot to do this. Oh, I thought I did it. Come on. All right. Let's be real. Okay. Um, but it, those private scholarships are, are, are great because it, those two will stack on, you know? So we, mm -hmm. we always start with the academic. We, if we have athletic, if you're a student athlete, great. We'll add in the athletic. And then the kind of the icing on the top of the cake are these private scholarships. And SVSU, you know, we're really lucky. I don't think you realize this, even as a returning student, I'm going to give you some advice. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> That's the scared look you always give me whenever I give you damn advice. It's okay. Returning students qualify for a lot of private scholarships also. So even as oh, a returning really? student. Yeah. Oh, see, look at that face right there. I remember you, applying for those like December of my right? senior year, but I have not even like looked at it since. There you go. <laughs> I just opened up a door for you, right? You need to check this out to see because you could qualify for a private scholarship for returning students. So 
it's a separate process. You got to go on. You got to go to the scholarships website, svsu.edu forward slash scholarships, right? But they're there, and you can apply for those uh, to to add extra money onto them. And those private scholarships can be as small as $750 and as big as I've seen some that are like 8000 9000 I mean, right? $750, that's like, that's a whole class. So. Exactly. Exactly. So... Cool. How kind of make you make you think, right? There's three. You, you understand the, the you know the three different levels: academic, yeah. athletic, and then private. Yeah. And then how do you like apply for those kind of scholarships? You already kind of talked about like the private ones, but like what about right. like athletic or academic? Perfect. Thank you for asking that because I totally went over that and didn't even say anything because as an admissions official, I just know that this is what how it happens and it, and actually for the academic scholarships this is a question i get all the time after the financial the first financial episode you and i did i got this asked three times how do i apply for an academic scholarship your university application so what you use to apply to svsu as an incoming freshman is used as your application for academic scholarship money Okay, because I was going to say, I don't remember applying for, like, that grant. I just remember seeing it there, and I was like, oh, like, okay. Yeah. So so what's great about it is, you know, once you apply to the university, we get your high, we get your high school transcripts. You have to send those to us, right? You have to send us your test scores if you want to receive a scholarship. And we look at those to determine the level of academic scholarship. There's no extra application, Right. Now, of all the academic scholarships that we have, the the biggest, right, kind of the 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 one that all students are always asking about, it's called the President's Scholarship or the Presidential Scholarship. This is a full tuition and fees scholarship. So you can see why people are like, gun ho. That scholarship is the one that is competitive. And what that means is if you if you fit the criteria, right, to uh, that that you could get the scholarship, we're going to invite you on campus uh, to do a as part of a competition for this president's scholarship. We we roughly in in the past couple of years we've given out between thirty and thirty five of those a year, right? Um, wow. And we get about um, this is off of the top of my head, so don't check my math, okay? But we get somewhere in the neighborhood about one hundred and fifty to two hundred students who qualify for those and will come on campus to compete for them. Now, what happens with those students is we're going to make sure that we already get them some money. So we're going to award them one of the other academic scholarships already. We'll put money in your pocket. That's our goal, right? It's great because if I'm a student and I'm in that sense, I will, you know, I might receive the founder's scholarship and I have that founder scholarship in my back pocket. Now I can compete to go up in scholarship level. Right. So the president's is the only one that's competitive. All the others, those are automatic. If you fit the criteria, if you have both the GPA and the test score criteria, boom, it's there. You got it. Congratulations. Air high five. We don't give high fives anymore. Air elbows. Right. <laughs> so you got it. And it's going to show up on you're going to we're going to let you know. Um, usually the scholarship uh, information gets sent about a week after admission is announced for a student. So we'll send you the admissions packet first, 
And then after about a week, we will send the scholarship information because we have to clear everything through our financial aid office. Mm -hmm. Michael helps me with that all the time. So it's great. Uh, but students then can say, hey, yeah, I got the scholarship, I know, and then you can start going and comparing it to, to other schools. So that's a that's a big thing for a lot of students to know that they have that in place already. You don't have to apply for it separately, right? And all of those others are automatically awarded, so it's there. Now, what's nice about that for my office is we now can say, okay, Amanda is a great student. Amanda is a great student. <laughs> uh, I, she has the Cardinal Scholarship, one of our Let's see what other financial aid can we start stacking on it. Does she have an athletic scholarship? Mm, no, it's Amanda. She's not very athletic. Okay. <laughs> uh, so so and we the don't, gyms don't are closed. Have, and the gyms are closed. Yeah, that's my excuse too. Uh, um, uh, no. So so Amanda Amanda is a, a good student. She's got the Cardinal Scholarship. She doesn't have athletic money. Let's start working. You, I would, if you were one of my students, I would start suggesting certain private scholarships I want you to apply for at SVSU as well. All of this is SVSU money. This isn't even scratching the surface of what's out there in the community, too. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, there are a lot of great community foundations that have a lot of money out there. Uh, the Saginaw Community Foundation, the Bay County Community Foundation for students in those areas. Those are some of our local, right? But uh, Kalamazoo has a huge community foundation. Grand Rapids, all these kind of urban areas have um, community foundations. And even students who are not in, in urban areas, there are community scholarships out there. And I there's feel, like those one websites too, aren't there? Like, Yeah, fast, you got to be careful. Yeah, I about don't that. remember what they're called. Yes, you're, you're right. FastWeb. FastWeb is one of fast my favorites. FastWeb. Yep, because it's, it's free. It's free. And this is the big thing I tell students. Never, ever, 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 ever pay somebody money to help you with financial aid, to help search scholarships, right? All those it people are doing. the purpose, I feel like. But, but students ask me about it all the time, right? Because they feel like they don't know. And I always tell them, you're right. You don't know. You don't know where to start. Do you know what you got to do? Come ask us. Come talk to the school that you're considering going to. Talk to the financial aid office. Talk to the admissions office. We will help you through it. We will show you how to apply for those things. That's our job. And we know that it's ever-changing, and we know how to research. And most importantly, we know who to go and ask. And I think that's, that's the big thing about my job that I think people don't realize. I mean, I come across as knowing everything, right? Don't laugh, okay? A little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't. And and the first thing I learned in my job is, as a professional, I've got to go and find the answers. And I learn something new every day on my job. And things are always changing. So my job is to help you with that stuff. So yeah, that's that. You know, when we talk about those private scholarships, you got to go. I want you. Hey, I'll help you with a letter of recommendation. I know you now. Okay. All right, I can help this out. Let's let's work on your private scholarship application after this, okay? And people can okay. check up on us next year to see if I'm any good at it. Yeah, you. This is definitely a test over here. <laughs> I'm awesome. so I'm just an average student, but um, how do you like find out if you want a scholarship? Do they send you an email or is like hard mail? Like, good question. Do you question. just get the money put in there? Like, <laughs> where does it even go? <laughs> 
Well, what happens is I show up with this really big check and uh, <laughs> balloons at your front door. And no, that's not how it works. How what happens for it depends on the scholarship for those for those academic scholarships. We always like to send things in the traditional mail, right? Snail mail. We send a letter to the house. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of things that can happen, and we want to be sure it gets to the right person, and that's where we can 100% guarantee that you're going to get the information that you need about your scholarship. We will send email. We will call. <laughs> My office, you know us. We'll text you. Don't worry, right? <laughs> we're going to follow up. You're going to know about your scholarship money because we're excited to let you know. But it always, always, always will come in the mail. Now, the most important part, and Michael talked about this last week when we talked about those financial aid award letters. How do you see them? The financial aid award letter will will come to the home as well in the mail. That usually starts in December. By that time, you already know your scholarships. The financial aid award letter will show your scholarships and then all the other types of financial aid that might be on there for you. So that's how you would find out for most of them. Okay. And then... Um... Like, how would it affect, like, my financial aid? Would it hurt okay. it in any way? Good question. And, and believe it or not, this is something that's kind of misinterpreted many times. Scholarships are never a bad thing, right? They are free money. We always take scholarships first. But they can change the amounts of other financial aid that you might have, right? Scholarship, because it's free money, we always want to get scholarships. It's never going to hurt us. But you might have other things like your Stafford loan or uh, a different grant, maybe uh, that we specialized grant in your field, where the more scholarship money you get, remember, we're beholden to that EFC, that expected family contribution. So the more scholarship money you get, it's more free money for you. And we always try to keep the free money first, right? And then... We look at the loans. I think that's another episode we're going to have to do. We're going to have to talk about student loans. Okay. Oh, boy. I know. I know. That's okay. Um, but the scholarships could affect those student loans in that you probably don't need to borrow as much because now you have more more free money, right? Mm -hmm. So that student loan might shrink uh, automatically as we go through. So we always tell students when you get scholarships, when you get that award letter, you got to pay attention and look at the award letter as a whole. Scholarships, we celebrate, we air elbow, right? <laughs> we we those are always the best part, but we always want to make sure that the rest of your financial aid package is there in place. That's why we re, we like to have all of our scholarship students, we make it a stipulation of your academic scholarship that you either need to fill out FAFSA completely and have it submitted, or you can sign a waiver. We can't legally make anybody do it. They can sign a waiver saying that they understand that they are giving up their right to other financial aid. Um, but we require that because we want our scholarship students to see what else can they get. There might be free mm -hmm. other money out there that they didn't even know existed, right? And if we didn't make them fill out that FAFSA to get the scholarship, then they might miss out on it. So you didn't know that that much. on free money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I honestly had did not know that much about scholarships. I just knew there was that fast web website and I never got anything from it. And I applied to probably like 200 scholarships. Yeah. So <laughs> I well, kind of gave up it. after that. 
keep at it. I, I can help you. I'll show you some things. Uh, as a reviewer, there's things that I look. You know what? That's maybe we've got time. Let's let's throw this in here, okay? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some personal advice, okay? On what you can say in your essays and things that that catch the attention of people like me who review a lot of private scholarship applications. You ready? Okay. When you're ever writing an essay for a scholarship, you have to think of it like it's investment money, right? I have dollars. I'm playing with funny money, right? I have dollars to hand out and I'm going to spend my money as wisely as possible. So you have to think from that perspective, what type of student does the university or the donor or whomever is giving that money, right? What type of student are they looking for? And okay. when you think about that, it starts to become really easy because you can say, okay, I know, for example, if I'm an SVSU student, I know that SVSU really um, appreciates and is very supportive of students who are involved, right? When you start getting involved, I think you're finding out this through the podcast. You're starting to meet some people and you're like, whoa, okay, hold on. What's going on here? <laughs> We won't tell that we won't tell everybody about uh, about our conversation the other day. But here you go. You're going to start meeting some people, right? SVSU is really involved and really wants to invest in its students. So if you're a student and you're writing a private scholarship application, the more you can say, "Hey, I fit SVSU because I want to do X, whatever it is," the more likely we are to take a look at it, right? Okay. You see That's where I'm going? So you People just kind of like come create a persona, kind of, but like not too far off from your own self. Like it's still well, yourself, you... but like. Yeah, you got to be truthful, okay? Yeah, you got to be, be truthful, but you want to. But I want you to think about it. I want you to think about it like this. If I'm, why am I, why am I going to spend money on you there, right? I want to know that you're going to be Amanda, who is a third-year PTW student. You're going to get this really cool project going about doing video podcasts with the admissions office. And um, you, this is something you're interested in, and you think it's going to help you further in your law career. Right? Okay. Do you see where I'm going? Yeah. So when you start thinking about being a returning student... Boom, you start talking about our project and how it's helped you and how it's getting you ready and what you want to bring to the university next year, right? And now it becomes more interesting to them. Okay, that's, that's good to know, yeah. All right, all right, awesome. Well, all right, so you asked me a bunch of questions. I think we exhausted scholarships. I get to, of course, do my Nick's irreverent question of the day. 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 Oh, boy. Yeah, get ready. So, Carol Baskin, you've made me watch weird things. You've made me listen to music that I already liked, so I'm still taking credit for that one. Um, Michael told me that I have to get out and ride my bicycle more. Great. Um, in, in complete opposite of Michael, I'm asking you, my wife has made me start to, she started showing me TikTok. All right. Now, okay. you know me. Are you a TikTok watcher? I actually, I have the app on my phone, but I've never actually opened it. So oh. I watch the compilations on YouTube. I think the compilations are funny. It's like Vine, but okay, I've so never actually looked on my phone. 
this is exactly my question. I was here's my irrelevant question of the day. Do I need to get on TikTok and start watching, or am I still good using Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube? Because quite uh, frankly, I'm think... an old guy and I got too much on my hands already. I read an article that said like TikTok has the most like people or users on it than any other social media platform. So I think TikTok would probably be like a good way to get some um, like um, what's it called? Some promotion. But well, I'm not looking. Listen, I'm not looking to get on and start filming me. Nobody wants <laughs> to see a 15 second. People are listening in to you and I because we're bringing them useful content. Okay, I'm not here to entertain. But yeah, if you want to watch like just some funny short videos, TikTok is a good place to go and just kind of waste hours watching compilations or just... <laughs> right. Well, I don't have time to waste hours, so I think you answered my question. I might write my question today. I'm staying away from TikTok, and uh, unless anybody out there can convince me otherwise, I will not start my own TikTok until the masses of our followers. Uh, start asking you and I to do that. Deal? Okay. I guess I won't either. All right. All right. That's all right. You got time. Just chilling well, over here. <laughs> I have a feeling like if you ever start another podcast, it's good that that's going to be the title. Just chilling. Just chilling. I don't know that it's going to be a good that's title. That's a good idea. Like, yeah, I'm not convinced on that. That's all right. All right, Amanda. Well, thank you. Thanks for, for sticking out with me today. Um, I hope everybody out there that that was helpful. A couple things before we go. Remember, uh, you can check out the cost at svsu.edu forward slash cost quiz, right? There are three types of scholarships. Don't forget the three types, academic, athletic, private. And when you're writing those, uh, think of it as investment money. Why does somebody, why, why is somebody going to spend money on you? Show them that. Don't just say, hey, I'm really great. Everybody thinks they're great. Amanda, you think you're great, right? Oh, yeah. I'm the greatest. See, everybody thinks they're great. You got you to gotta show us why and how. So, All right. You take care of yourself and please wash your hands, okay? Yep, you too. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>